I know a lot of lawyers who are obsessed with their competition. These lawyers are always worried about what the firm down the street is doing and how they compare to their own practice. You know, worrying about what kind of marketing that firm is doing and how much money they're making. And I'll tell you, it is a huge waste of energy because what the competition is doing is completely and totally irrelevant to your firm. And in fact, there is no need for you to have competition at all. You can completely eliminate your competition so that you are the only game in town for your clients. Intrigued? Stay tuned. I'm Brad Miller, and this podcast will help you transform your law practice through deliberate design, core business competency, mental mastery, and powerful positioning so that you can have a practice that gives you the life you want, not a life that is the mercy of your practice. If you want to stop struggling, spend more time with your family, live a life of abundance, and make a difference in the lives of your clients, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the New Modern Lawyer Podcast. It used to be that, as a lawyer, it didn't take much to get clients. In fact, new clients often just walked in the door. If you were a lawyer in the 20th century and hung a shingle, or if you joined up with a firm, you could pretty much guarantee a steady stream of clients to your practice. And this was before there were, or excuse me, this is when there were fewer lawyers than there are today, you know, before the internet made finding a lawyer so easy. When, you know, if you had a legal problem, you, you had to go to a lawyer because lawyers were the only ones who had access to information about the laws, the legal system, and who understood how to read and draft contracts. Now, obviously, things have changed. There are a lot of lawyers and other non-lawyer service providers out there now, and they're all fighting over the same pot of clients. And this is something that you may be worried about with your law practice. You know, you may be concerned with that firm down the street and one-upping them, watching the awards that they have won, who they've hired, employee, other lawyers and employee-wise, um, you know, what their website looks like, what marketing they're doing, who their clients are. You may be spending a lot of time, money, and energy thinking about the guy, the woman, the firm down the street. But what if you could eliminate your competition? What if you could be the only fish in the legal fishbowl? What would this mean to you? Would it mean you would likely be in demand? You could be ultra-selective of who you worked with. Maybe you could charge higher prices. It would undoubtedly be easier for people to refer to you. If all of these things are true, if all this happened, how would it change your law practice? How would it change your life? Well, it turns out that eliminating your competition is actually pretty easy. It's ethical, and it doesn't run you afoul of any antitrust laws. How do you do it? Niching your practice. Target a very narrow market with your practice and become the only lawyer or firm that services the market and their particular issues. When you do that, you become the go-to, the expert in that field. Now, I understand that 
you know, you probably are saying, Brad, I don't want to limit, though, the, you know, the business that I can bring in. If I narrow down to a specific niche, you know, I'm, I'm by necessity saying no to other clients, other practice areas that I could be making money in. You know, and how, how if I narrow it too far down, will I be certain that I have enough clients coming in? I have enough revenues coming in. Well, when you have a niche, when you are the go-to, and, and I'm going to use the word expert here quite a bit, but know that I don't mean expert as far as, um, you know, a certified expert or, or someone, a lot of the out of the states, the jurisdictions have rules regarding that. I'm talking about how you know your clients see you as an expert in a particular legal area. You know, when you're seen by experts like this, you can make actually make more money with less clients because you're able to charge more for the work that you do. And in fact, when you're when you are seen as an expert by your clients it's a lot easier for them to refer you to others that are in maybe the same situation, that same target market than they would otherwise being able to do. Now, I think that you probably, I mean, intellectually it's pretty straightforward of why you'd want to niche, you know, what some of the benefits are, you know, now guaranteed you may still be on the fence about whether or not this is for you and things like that. But I think there's some arguments and you can see where there's some, where there could be benefits uh, to do this, you know, from you, the lawyer side, but the other side, the client side, niching your practice is actually what your clients want too. Recently, I went to the store to buy a tooth of uh, tube of toothpaste. You know, I had a particular brand in mind that I went with, and when I got to the store, there was a whole section in the toothpaste aisle and several shelves with just that brand of toothpaste. All different varieties. There were some of the toothpastes were specifically for white for teeth whitening. Some were for sensitive teeth. Others were focused on gum care or enamel repair. And and then of course you have all the different flavor options, different mints and things that they had and, and fruity ones for children. Why were there so many options at the at the store for this same brand of toothpaste? You know, why not just one kind of toothpaste that kind of helps all issues? You know, a super paste maybe that 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 handles all the potential issues. That does whitening. That's great for sensitive teeth and gum care. You know, and it helps the repair of the tooth enamel. You know, why why not one toothpaste that does all these things? Well. Because the companies, the marketers understand that people want things that are targeted to their particular issue. You know, studies have shown, research has shown that people actually prefer specialized products over pro over all in one. So things that are targeted, they're marketed specifically towards what they have going on. You know, toothpaste is an example. If you look at the store when it comes to cold medicines, there are all kinds of cold medicines out there on the market, and some are, have uh, a focus towards sneezing and coughing, and others have runny nose, and and you can find ones that target specific symptoms. And people tend to gravitate those towards those medicines that are labeled as specialized towards their problem, their symptoms. Not just medicine, though. 
So now I know a lot of you listening out there have children, your parents and you have children, and you may have children that are of the age where they're doing sports. And, and imagine if your child is in a soccer game and, and falls or, or gets uh, slid into and hurts their knee. Now, if this happens, you're probably going to start looking for the best orthopedic, you know, for surgeon, uh, pediatric orthopedic surgeon that specializes in sports injuries. You know, the best one that you can find that's very narrowly tailored like that. You're, you're not going to look for a general pediatrician. You know, you're not going to take them to the normal family doctor. And you're probably not even going to take them to a general orthopedic surgeon, one that maybe folks or helps adults, you know, people who fall and break hips and, and things like that. You know, you're going to find someone who specializes in pediatrics, in surgeries, for sports injuries, the specific situation that you and your child find yourselves in. Because the assumption that you have is that a specialist, you know, or in the case of the toothpaste and the cold medicine, a product that is focused on your particular issues is going to be able to help, is going to be able to better help you. So you, in your mind, subconsciously see added benefit to that, whether or not that benefit is actually realized or not. I mean, the uh, an adult's orthopedic surgeon may be able to perform surgery on your child just as well as a one that focuses in pediatrics. But when it comes to making those decisions, we take the, the pediatric focus uh, and use that to help sway our decisions. That's something that we rely on in that decision-making process. And the same thing happens with lawyers. Nobody goes around looking for a criminal defense lawyer, you know. They're going to look for a lawyer that focuses on underage consumption charges against college students or against white-collar employees accused of embezzling from their employer. That's the kind of, peop- of, of lawyer that a client is going to search for. They want someone who's focused, who, again, ex- an expert or specializes in their particular area, their particular situation. You know, and you want to be that person, the person that they find that when they do look up that person, when they ask their their friends, their neighbors, their colleagues and coworkers, who they know that's a lawyer that can help them with this specific situation that they find themselves in, you know, or whether they do a Google search or however it is that they're, um, you know, looking for, for a lawyer for their situation, you want to be the person that they find. You know, because you want to be the person who specializes, and again, I use this um, with air quotes, specializes in their particular situation. And the only way that you can do that, the only way that you can be the person who specializes in their particular area is to create a niche practice in that area. And a really clear takeaway that if you want to eliminate your competition, you need to narrow down your practice. You need to get a niche legal practice so that you are the only one that occupies that space. Because when you're the only lawyer in a particular area, you are instantly the expert and people will treat you as such. And when that happens, when you are the expert, when you are the specialist in your field, in your area, you can be more selective with the clients you work with. You can charge more money you have an easier ch- time of people 
referring others to you because they know that you are the go-to person. You're the first person that comes to mind in a situation like this. And ultimately, you're going to be more in control of your practice, of the workload, of the type of people that you work with, the type of issues that you uh, are able to, to handle. All right, thank you again. I appreciate it, and I look forward to talking to you guys next time.